You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Happy Sunday. And, of course, we are here tonight discussing our favorite show on TV, Revenge for Season 3, Episode 6, Dissolution. I am Roxy Stryer, alongside Sarah Giroux. What's up? Michelle Macedo. Yo. And Phil Svitek in the booth, helping us out, engineering and co-hosting, of course. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Good to have you here. Okay, so we had a very event-packed episode tonight. Uh, of course, we need to talk about it because it's really confusing to catch everything that's going on. I feel like it goes so fast, and there's so many character storylines we need to follow. So let's start by talking about something that is very separate from the rest of the show right now, but as we see, is going to definitely intertwine with Daniel and Sarah. So we haven't seen Sarah in a very long time. Yeah, how long has it been since we've seen Sarah? I'm like- going to say... It's a full season? Yeah. I, yeah. Maybe. I, I don't even remember whether that was season one that we found out about the car accident. Yeah. That, last time we saw her, she was in a wheelchair, right? Right. Yeah. And he went to visit. So it's definitely been a year. Um, and she said that it was two years ago. So maybe two mm. years ago. I don't really know how time Revenge works in the time. Yeah. And, yeah. Exactly. I, I know we're on summertime right now. Yeah. So. Um, but anyway, we see Sarah tonight and she's looking good. She's walking. Um, she didn't happen to have my favorite performance of the night's episode. You mean the <laughs> the the brilliant Dramatic. bakery scene, right? Yeah. Um, she almost broke the broke through the glass and punched a cake. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I swear to God, she's very pretty, and maybe she was just nervous because she hadn't been back for a while. And there were some moments that were better than others, but I just felt like the drama came from nowhere. Like I could tell she was angry because she was like yelling she was yelling but i was like do you still love him because you're saying you kind of still have feelings but i i can't really tell um what do i think of daniel and sarah potentially being a couple i think it could happen i did you see the look on her face and the look on his face when they first met she looked a little terrified but he was like a little sentimental you mean in the cake shop yes Okay. So, well, you guys, but think of this. How awkward is it going to be when you go to a party and someone's like, how did you meet? <laughs> then you're going to be like, I totally crushed your spine. My family after out of all the health benefits and the money. But, but we're saw, dating now. Oh, but no, no. Funny story. I think they would just say, we met at a bakery. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, you definitely, you don't add Here, that Here's what story. I think about. Here's what I think about her. I mean, you got to also look at it, you know, in terms of his life, he's so easily... Uh, you know, you can kind of, no, you can kind of catch up with him, right? How many headlines are the Graysons always in? Oh, I you see. You mean yeah. she knows what he's doing day to day, pretty yeah. much? Correct. And it's, you know what I mean. So she's been able to follow him throughout this whole thing and kind of see his progression. I mean, you know, he ran Grayson Global and all that, and so you know. But whereas with her, 
you know, he might have thought about her every now and then, but how was he supposed to follow her besides maybe, like, let's say Twitter or whatever? I, I guess that's true, but the real story here is that there's a mastermind behind all of this, mm. and that is Charlotte. Now, we're seeing something very different from Charlotte this season, something we've never seen, and she's becoming more and more, as she hates the Graysons more and more, she's becoming more similar to them. Yeah. Um, which is scary to watch. It is. And she's not the little Charlotte that we knew and loved. When when she looked like you, we, yeah. we had a YouTube comment. Yeah, we had a YouTube comment this week. What did they say that you looked like? I looked like the pre miscarriage, more innocent version of Charlotte. And they didn't they didn't say whether that was a good thing or a bad thing. But yeah. we're taking it as a compliment. We're taking it as a compliment. Yeah, I don't want to look like naughty Charlotte. Yeah, because she's to- she's totally a hottie. Both ways, she's, she's a hottie. She's so hot, but I don't want to be naughty because you're such a little good girl yeah well that's a lot like uh that's a lot like charlotte because she when she goes like uh, it's such bullshit when she's like daddy it's lovely to be here i know really dude the words seem weird coming out of her mouth it's awkward it is um so this new charlotte what how do we think what was the final straw like what has gotten to to her head what at this point she's completely a different person so what happened how do we get here brainwashed by the Graysons. How could you possibly grow up in a family like that and not turn out, like, crazy? Yeah, I just feel like she got so betrayed and everyone, her family tried to control her so much and control her life and control everything she was doing that she just snapped. But it actually worked because she's like them now. But now it's like she's using what she learned from them against them. Is anybody liking the new Charlotte, Phil? No. No? Do I like it? Um... Well, I'm interested to see how it's going to fully work out because, you know, at, at first when she fires the girl, you're like, well, why is she doing this? And then to find out that she hires her at Jack's place at the stowaway, you're like, okay, well, that's kind of a nice thing. And so <laughs> no, it's not nice for the other person who set her up getting fired anyway. I know. I know. I the rude. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like. Oh yeah, first and last name. This, but I she mean, was. Yeah. Can we all agree like, okay. that she knew that Sarah was going to be in that bakery? Oh wow! When she yeah. Was the street, yeah. Right. We we definitely think. Yeah. yeah. So she says, Daniel. Uh, Daniel's like, why are we? Why are we here? Why are we shopping for shoes? She's like, oh, I'm multitasking. You know what? Actually, the cake's in there. I'm going to go get a card across the street. You go in there. <laughs> I mean, very manipulative. We we agree that she knew, right? Yeah, definitely. So there's. Even more, this isn't a word, but mastermindedness mm. going on <laughs> than we even can see right now yeah. on the yeah. surface level. So I think. But what is the reasoning? The bigger, what is the reason? The bigger picture is that Charlotte does not want Daniel and Emily to end yeah. up together. Yeah. Agreed? That's, Agreed. Yeah, that's the reason. For but sure. why? So Sarah's going to come in and swoop Daniel off his feet? Right, but it's so weird because I, I feel like right now we're anybody but Emily. That's what the Graysons feel. Yeah. That's what Victoria and that's what Charlotte feels. But what do they know about Sarah? Did, they didn't like Sarah. They always hated yeah, Sarah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Why is Sarah a better candidate? Yeah, I, I don't yes. know. She's not Emily. <laughs> I guess that's true, but I just, yeah. I'm nervous. So Charlotte's endgame is to what? Have Sarah and change Daniel's mind about Emily? Yeah, I think that she's trying to spark old feelings and and bring up, like, she knows there's emotions there. That's the only person that it's, like, really high emotional, like, connection, I guess you can call it. But then I, I she's, like, banking on it. I would not have thought that that would work, but 
I it was looks like it's working though because he's already bringing up all of their past. It's like remember when we used to sit on the couch and watch football or whatever. And I know. I think that this show has a very hard time crossing the line of friendly and romantic, mm. um, and it happens a lot. And I do think originally, right now, Daniel's intentions are friendly, but the way they're coming across is as romantic. And we hear that Sarah has feelings for Daniel, even though she doesn't want to. Um, so that's obviously going to be misleading when the boy that you still have feelings for, still have a soft spot for, is flirting with you. And mm. did you guys not think that they were going to have a little makeout session tonight? <laughs> yeah, totally. Definitely. Totally yeah. thought that. What was that moment? It was like, I-, I swear their lips almost touched. I know. It's just building up. It's just building up. But is Daniel over the place in his life that he would cheat on somebody. You know, she calls him this frat boy that never grew up. Do we still think that about Daniel or do we really think okay, that Charlotte he gave thinks... up. He gave up uh, Remember Margot. So he, he could have had that, but he chose not to. Well, he had zero feeling for Margot. I guess that's true. And yeah. do you, do you <laughs> think... This person's like from his past. Like, it's just like different. Does he have feelings for Sarah? Right now? I mean, obviously we see I scenes definitely... from next week think so because just the way he was looking at her there was this like longing here's the problem there's a there's a definite confusion of i think regret and duty and he's kind of you know there it 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 could be love as well mixed in there but right now i think it's more of like i'm responsible you know so i'm kind of drawn to that i don't know yeah and like i need to do the right thing or something because of everything that happened but i think that there's still an element of like, okay, so at the beginning of this episode, like, Emily gets out of bed, you know, and she's, they're, they're a couple, but it's, like, clearly her heart is somewhere else. How can you, how long can you stay in a relationship like that and not wander if the other person is doing that, even if you don't know about it, you know? Right, which is why in last week's episode, we finally see Emily open up to him a little bit and say um, more about why she's so distant. She says because... She lost her parents at such a young age, and she goes through this whole speech, and we see them coming closer together. Even though Emily's keeping her distance, we do see her opening up to him because she needs to in order to fool him. Because he can sense that something's wrong. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, But it wasn't enough to sustain a relationship on. It was enough for a night, but it wasn't enough for a lifetime. So I really do think that Sarah is going to be able to give Daniel something that Emily can't, which is honesty. That's true. And he can read right through that. So anyway, obviously, we're just starting to see this Sarah thing, and we don't really know where it's going. Every time I say it, I look at you, too. <laughs> I know. You know? I know. Like, it's, what? It's confusing. <laughs> Should I call... Well, I call you Churro, so... Oh, you, can, just, you can call me Churro if you just, want. Just because it rhymes with Churro. So anyway, <laughs> we don't know what's going on here yet. We will know what's going on within the next few episodes. I'm hoping that she gets more comfortable with her skills on camera, and... If she's going to stick around, I'm wishing her the best of luck. Maybe she just was nervous. Right. Yeah. She's just running into her old flame for the first time. Right. I can't blame her. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So there was a lot of up and down emotions. Yeah, yeah. Good point. I'll give that to it her. was up and yeah. down. Yes. That's true. <laughs> a, little bit, a little bipolar, but we could deal with yeah. that. That's yeah. Fine. Everybody on the show seems to be. I Oh, God. And probably everybody at this table. Everybody in the world. Yeah. That's yeah. true. We're all moody. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of moody, we have... Fire and ice over here, Victoria and Conrad. Okay. This is like World War Three. Yeah. I feel like. Every time we see them. 
I'm actually excited about tonight's episode that we got to see the two of them together um, battling. It felt like the good old days. Yeah. You know? Definitely. <laughs> like a lot of That's times. they're used to. Yeah. We, we keep seeing this season. They kind of are fighting through other people. Tonight, we get some good face time with both of them. So what's going on with Victoria and Conrad? They each have leverage on the other person. Uh, Victoria finds the gold that she thinks is Conrad's. Yeah. Which yeah. clearly is not. And Conrad finds out about uh, Patrick. Yeah. Are these even? Do we feel like these balance each other out and are good enough to blackmail or use as leverage? No. I don't know, like, who's keeping score on them. And, you know, like, they just keep on ripping each other down. And then she feels like it's a personal, like, attack that he's selling the house. Or he wants to sell the house. Do you feel like it was a personal attack? Uh, I feel like he probably, yeah. And it's not because he needed to liquidate his assets. Well, it could be that, but I think he maybe enjoys it a little too much that it would put her out. Does anybody wonder what the... Obviously, it wasn't Conrad's gold. He's broke. Yeah. Like, how are they paying for all this all the time? I don't know. That's what I want to know. And the wedding, I guess. Which is supposed (laughs) to... That's Emily's money. So let, let's get this straight. Oh. The wedding, which was in five weeks, I guess now it will be in four weeks the next time we mm. talk, Yeah, is supposed to take place, the headquarters are at the house. Yeah. And somehow that's part of the plan. Part of the plan. We don't know how, but what we do know is that it's important enough to the plan that Emily finds, well, a, way, finds a way to get Victoria to stay in the house. Mm. And she does this by giving all the money back. Um, it was a little strange to me because I felt like the most important part of her plan was taking rid of what they loved the most, which was their money. And she already did that. Mm. But now to do phase two of the plan, she's given back the money, so now they're rich again. I feel like it was well, one they, step forward, ten steps they, back. She was already, I mean, in terms of Victoria, she already was embarrassed about, you know, losing the money. And so it's kind of publicly known that they're, they've been broke and things like that. So that that was that embarrassment. And, and uh, you know, it, it was a cog in the wheel. You know, it, it slowed things down tremendously. What slowed things down? Them going broke. Slowed things down for? For the Graysons. But right, how does that right, help? So. I don't understand. Slowing things down for the Graysons, how does that help her overall plan if she's just going to give all the money back? It helped the, well, she doesn't want to slow them it, down. She wants to okay, destroy look at, okay, right. I understand. I understand that. But <laughs> hold, work with me. Work with me, right? How many facts? Uh, look at you guys laughing. Right. I have a serious theory. Uh-huh. Okay. There I'm going to put on my serious face. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Theory. Yeah, let's put that I'm on. I'm two seconds away from meeting all y'all. <laughs> and I'll just do the rest of the show myself. Um, no, but okay. Everyone that we're talking about is so heavily divided within the uh, the Graysons that, you know, that's ultimately one of the ways to kind of il- infiltrate and bring them down is to start that. And what, what was heavily part of that plan? Take away the money, right? Forces right. Daniel to be on his own and, and do his own thing. Charlotte, you know, there's there's no need for her. Um, in terms of, you know, she's not with the Graysons. Um, now Conrad's looking for ways to get that money back. Victoria's suspicious of Conrad because does he have money? Does he not have money? So they're all after the real truth and, you know, also money. And plus it's a status thing. Uh, you know, in all the Hamptons, they, everyone knows that they're 
quote, poor, even though they live in this mansion. Okay, but stick with me here for a second. Obviously, Emily didn't know that Jack was going to go to Conrad and have Patrick leave town. She was not part of that plan. Yeah. However, that did happen. And Jack leaving, uh, Patrick leaving town, I think, would have been enough to keep Victoria in Grayson Manor. Because where else was she going to go? The art studio then wouldn't have been in Patrick's name. Yeah. And without Patrick, she doesn't have much of a spine when it comes to getting up and leaving all of her money. So I think that that would have been enough. But instead, after, or in addition to that, now they're rich again. So I feel like being rich again, Victoria could just take the money and buy her own place and move out. Question mark, exclamation point. Yeah. That's true. That's I feel sort like- of what I was thinking. Like, the instant that I saw all that gold, I was like, why doesn't Victoria just take it? And, and they say it's because it's going to take a long time to count. Well, like every financial thing she does, I feel like Conrad sees. And because they're like still married, I feel like it would be hard to get up and move out. But I think that's like what she's doing, right? I mean, at least like take one of those little bricks of gold and I just. And, t- I know, just like pocket it or no, something. just take it and go to a hotel and be like, <laughs> yeah, here you go. Here, this is how I'm paying. <laughs> I mean, I have no idea about gold, but. It looked like crap ton of gold. Yeah. Yeah. Right? We're talking millions of dollars in gold, correct? I We're, think so. Like this, supposedly this should be their entire wealth. Yeah. Okay, let's go back for a second. How did Emily manage to get all of their money out before the, the collapse, before the burning of the build or the building fall, whatever that plane crash that Comrade planned was? How, how did Emily manage to get their funds? Do we know, Phil? We'll to, uh, Nolan? No, yeah, it was yeah. all part. It was all part of the uh, the hecticness of, of the season finale last. Right, it was since... part of it, but I just feel like, like, how does somebody now manage to run away with millions of dollars? Yeah, that's unnoticed. Uh, not unnoticed because remember, it's called laundering. Aiden talked. <laughs> Thank you, Phil. Thank you. <laughs> Aiden talked to uh, Victoria when we didn't know if Aiden was working with Victoria or whether he's still working with Emily, and Aiden was like. Listen, Emily has your money. You know? So, Aiden was part of that, too. Although, then they, then they proved that Emily didn't have the money. But then Emily actually did have the money. Yeah. I just think it's interesting yeah. that millions and millions of dollars, it's like pocket change to these yeah. people. Yeah. You know? It's like nothing. They still go about their lives. <laughs> she could have so, just yeah. hide it in a bank account somewhere, She's I guess. Like, oh, She's I'll just buy the, the grace and... Well, She's like, I yeah. can buy it. That First off, you, okay, you have to also remember there's there are safety deposit boxes. There's there's you know there's ways. Yeah, okay. Or it's just called TV. No, but no, no, but no, but seriously, <laughs> especially with gold, true. Especially with gold, safety. You know, you could put in a safety deposit box, and they can't legally ask you. I mean, right? A bad example, but uh, bank job. <laughs> one of the reasons why people didn't um, claim. Uh, you know what was stolen was because they were embarrassed of what was actually fully in there, and so a lot of it was never recovered. What what are you talking about in the there's show? A, there's a movie called The Bank Job. Oh, oh, oh I no oh. no idea. What you, okay, I have no We're idea. Too young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, you grandpa in there. You. It's with, it's with Jason Statham. Oh, who? <laughs> what? Who? Oh, that's a crime. Uh-oh. Who's that? 
Who is We're that? We're the same team. It's okay. You guys can IMDb them when we leave. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, you can do it right now. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on to more revenge and less Jeopardy and less IMDb-ing. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll do a little spark noting later. Okay. Um. Anyway, so we're gonna move on to talking about the. I guess we could call it the budding romance of the season, although it really seems to be only a couple episodes long. And now they're in love. Of course, I'm talking about Nolan and Patrick. Did anyone else think this was a little quick? Yeah, and then they were talking about like uh, Nolan was like. I've never felt this way about anybody so fast. <laughs> and I was like, are, are they, like, going to talk about, like, getting married or something? Yeah. Because they talked about it was, like, forever from now. I yeah. mean, because it's, like, a big deal. And if he's going to tell people, it just seemed like they were really serious all of a sudden. I mean, have we not heard Nolan say the line, I've never felt this way about anybody three times? Like I feel like he said that. I feel like he said <laughs> it's so a Padma true. for sure. Yeah, that's oh, so yeah. true. Can I, can, I, can I tell you? Here's here's what I learned about revenge, and it's and it's done something interesting to me. It's taught me to view TV in a different way. Where literally I'm on this roller coaster and I'm just going <laughs> forward a hundred miles an hour. And that here's the. I'll give you guys a lot of credit. You guys remember such specific details about past episodes that could in fact crumple what's kind of going on and their huge plot holes for me <laughs> i just forget everything and i'm like what do we have what are we doing this week it's that's, how I, that's how I view the show well, i swear to god but honestly it's what makes me really enjoy the show and that's why i love the show okay it's a very good segue and i just want to stop here to say if you are watching us on youtube or you're listening to us on itunes and you sit here and you think because we get a lot of comments like this not just on the show but on a lot of after Buzz tv shows like do, are these hosts even fans of the show <laughs> There is no way so I would be here on a Sunday night Seriously. talking with you guys about the show if I wasn't obsessed. I'm absolutely obsessed. The only reason I poke holes is because I'm so obsessed with the show. Yeah. You know, like I look at this like you think about it that much. It's my life. Yeah. You know, <laughs> any of the TV shows that I cover here, plus any of the TV shows I watch, why would I waste my time? And I'm sure yeah. you guys feel the same way. So if you guys are listening to iTunes, um, or watching on YouTube, and you want to comment, and you want to say, oh my god, this is my favorite episode ever, and tell us why, please do it. I, I want to, you don't have to agree with everything we're saying. That's true. Some weeks, I love the show. Tonight's episode, for me, it fell a little flat, to be honest. But this season, I think, coming up, we have some really great episodes, especially in four weeks from now, when Emily is faking her own death. Uh, and pinning it on Victoria, which we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah. But anyway, so that's what I have to say. And if you are on iTunes and you love us because we love you guys and you want to give us five stars, that would be awesome. So you can get all rated. That would be uh, awesome. Woo! Woo! <laughs> anyway, so talking about Nolan and Patrick still, I feel like we've moved a little fast, but like you're saying, Phil, I'll learn to accept it. That's fine. Especially because I think that Gabriel Mann is like, I talk about this every week. The most talented person in the entire world. He's so good. Like, he makes me believe that he's so in love with Patrick. I know. He's so, he's, so good. He's just so good. Like, yeah. how does he do that? I don't know. Any time he looks, even when well, he talks to was, Emily. You know, for me, it was very specific moments of, you know, um, gosh, what, what he said to Emily, you know, uh, just he's trying to be involved in something. He's trying to find an end, and I, I feel like him. So it's it's very specific points of entry in terms but of Phil, why most they, of all? He wanted friendship. But it's <laughs> very valid point. 
just reminding everyone. That, but, yeah. but that, but that, why, why are you laughing? To me, that was a great line in terms of what he's actually no, yeah. after. Yeah, it was great because of how he delivered it. That line is absurd. Yeah. Like, really, all I ever wanted was friendship. Yeah. But he totally pulls it off. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. Like, literally amazing. So, I don't mind the Patrick situation with him. And I honestly felt really bad when he comes to terms with the fact that he has to say goodbye. Well, he doesn't say goodbye, but that he has yeah. to let him go. Mm. Uh, what did you guys think? Are you sad to see this relationship? Well, I have a question for you guys. Do you think that this relationship between Patrick and Nolan is really genuine? Like, do you, maybe, I kind of feel like Nolan, for sure, he seems like he does like Patrick. But why is Patrick here? Why is he, why is he here for Victoria? I don't understand, like, I don't know, Patrick really... Yeah. Part, part of the problem is we also don't know what exactly perspired between Nolan and uh, Patrick's ex-wife. I mean, to find to pay twenty thousand dollars to basically just yeah. find out that you know he's yeah. in the guys, it, it <laughs> kind of makes sense. But you're also like, that's it? That's all he paid for? Yeah, but he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't pay after he found out. He paid to find out. Um, I don't know to find out if someone likes guys or not. I, I don't know. No, he, he, paid, <laughs> he paid to find out what yeah, he was yeah, hiding and why he was such a bad husband. And that's why, I mean, I think my husband would be a pretty bad husband if he was into dudes, he wouldn't be my husband. That's, you know? yeah, I, that's I, I true. Think the problem he's not a bad is, person, he's a, he's a bad husband. Yeah. But, but most, pe- yeah. most people yeah. think, <laughs> I, I think the problem is most people feel that there's got to be something more. Or they should have just showed it. And I, I disagree. I, I think that maybe there's something more with um, learning about Patrick, but I really think that Patrick's feelings for Nolan are genuine. And Nolan's feelings for Patrick are genuine because I feel like they only have stuff to lose by being together So and, and nothing to gain. So why yeah. would they do it? That's true. That's true. You think genuine also? Yeah. And I think they have more to lose than to gain. And they had a little talk about, you know, maybe in another world. I mean, you know, that it would it would be too much and it'd be like too hectic and that it, it wasn't worth all the drama and then you thought they moved past it and then they didn't. But yeah, I think that on a level it, it is totally genuine. Maybe he's hiding something more. I don't trust him. You, you still don't? <laughs> well, I don't know. That chiseled face. Yeah. We don't, we don't know can't. when we're going to see him next so I don't know if you know. have to trust him. Yeah, he might be on. But the it's person true. that convinces Nolan to finally walk away from Patrick is not Emily, although she tries. It's Jack. So let's get into this a little bit here. I mean, talk about the moment of the episode. This, I know. Yeah. This is something I really liked. Honesty. It's coming out. Yeah. Finally, Nolan says, yo, listen, Jack, let's get on the same page. I know you know, and guess what? I know, too. Boom. Like, mind blown. <laughs> Crazy. No? I mean, Crazy. we had to pause. We all looked at each other. We're like, what just happened? Yeah. What just yeah. happened? It's amazing. <laughs> So, you guys, why is this such a big deal? Why are we so blown away by this moment? Because we knew that they both knew. So, why no. is it so big? Because all of the talking on the side, like, the secrets, like, everything, it's now just, like, out there between them. All these people. Yeah. yeah. And, and they, it's just, like... They can strategize together now. They're not outsiders. Yeah. Did anybody else, for the first time this episode, have a problem with Emily? Like... I think this is why I was so... I became Team Nolan and Jack this episode. And I've never not been Team Emily. But for the first time, Team Nolan and Jack is not Team Emily. You know what? I think that she, Emily, she's, like, very crafty, obviously. But she, (laughs) like, marginalized 
and isolated them on purpose because the minute they got together and talked, they like ganged up on her. Right. Yeah. And that's the danger of like working in that as a team. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) I think they're both um, a greater good than she is. She still has a little bit of evil brewing. But for the almost one of the first times tonight, I kind of thought, Emily, enough is enough. I know. I don't usually think that. And you guys hear me in here and I'm like. No, but revenge and what they did to her father, and I'd get it, and I'd be whatever. But tonight, looking at Nolan and the consequences for him, and Jack and the consequences for him, I just kind of felt like enough is enough. And when we hear Nolan say, all I want was friendship, and then to know that Emily, I think it was the first time we really heard, we knew she was always going to go sailing off in the sunset with Aiden. Yeah. But tonight was the first time it was said that she was never coming back. Yeah. Yeah. And... When she tells them that, it's like the most gut wrenching. I know, and their faces are like because what Nolan, I'm sure, realizes is you can't have a friendship with somebody who has a deadline. Yeah, you know, they, she has an expiration date. Yeah, you, how can yeah. you have a real friendship with somebody who has an expiration date? And is she? Is it possible for her to for her to even have a friendship, a genuine? friendship at this point i mean i believe that she just puts so much energy towards it and it's she she's so obsessed with thinking about it that even a friendship has to also be benefiting her in that way towards her plan you know and and i felt that way too she said something to aiden that was like oh they took away all this stuff in my past and but i won't let them take away my future with you um but you know they now they took away her dad they took away all that stuff the her like good name everything and and she they've taken away her life up till this point too right, but if what was important to her was her future with him it's hers she could have it yeah. right now yeah so it's not them taking it away from her it's her taking it away yeah. from her <laughs> like, yeah do you guys know what i mean yeah so I feel like she's so deep in this that she doesn't even see anymore. Yeah, that's so true. So I, I, I do feel bad for her, but with the Nolan and Jack ganging up on her, I didn't feel bad for her. No, yeah, no, it, me neither. I felt like it was dessert. Well, how could anybody be friends with her when they know what she's capable of? Yeah, that's they're, true. Right. They're watching her destruct everyone and herself. Why would you want to be friends with and, her? And that's the question that they ask tonight, and they say yeah. because they see this little girl in her mm. that was so badly betrayed and hurt. And that is why, you know, Jack still somewhere inside him has a love for her so much. And Nolan has relationships with David Clark. So, like, had a friendship, you know. Yeah. So they both feel like they have to protect her or they love her somewhere inside. Mm-hmm. Michelle, I want to ask you because you haven't been here with us before. Mm-hmm. Or at least not since I've been here. Yeah. <laughs> um, doing Revenge. And I don't know how you feel about Emily and her boys. So... Are you Team Aiden? Are you Team Jack? Are you one of those Team Daniels? Like, where, where's your head? Not Team Daniel. Daniel is just okay, somewhere else. It's all fake. Definitely not. She, her, like, level of intelligence is just so high above him. He's just like a lost puppy. It's right. And, and he Whatever. makes the face. Yeah. He makes the puppy face. Um, uh, and Aiden, obviously, you know, he's, he's hot. He's, yeah, yeah. Every yeah, and we I thought she was gonna kill him when they ended up actually yeah. just like making out and like That's doing it. Me, yeah, that oh, was she throws yeah. him against the wall yeah. and they're all like <gasps> I thought she stabbed him. 
because that's <laughs> what you annoyed. expect from Emily. Exactly. That's why you don't want to be friends with that's her. That's true. Emily throw somebody to <laughs> kiss them. Emily throws somebody to throw them. Yeah. yeah, that's very true. And she's just, and and he's even a part of that. I feel like she's probably the most, she's probably shared the most of her real self with him, with Aiden, you know? But, uh, but uh, yeah, lots of boys. I, I'm definitely not Team Daniel. I know that. But I go in between. I mean, I don't know. I think it's hard because the reason that there are people that are Team Aiden, and I'm partially one of them, is because, as you said, she can be herself with him. But now, she can be herself with Jack. Mm. But do or you a little think more that so. she... But is Jack too much of... I feel like maybe Jack is too much of an idealist to let go of like a lot of stuff that she's done. Potentially. Yeah. Potentially. He's, like, very... Especially after we saw him today. Yeah. Kind of let loose. <laughs> kind I mean, of. I don't yeah, know. I feel like... I think, <laughs> I think, for me, Jack is ultimately more just upset by the fact that she still continues to hide things from him and, and doesn't keep him in the loop. I think the more involved he's always kind of felt about these different things, um, the more he's let her back into his life. The more that he's let her back into his life and the more he's gotten hurt. Mm, very true. No, but how, okay. How more do you get hurt than losing someone who you thought was Amanda Clark, but wasn't? But you were married to her, and you had a child. Yeah, you know, that's her child. yeah, that's that's pretty, that's, the <laughs> that's, <ultimate. pretty> bad. <laughs> that's really bad. I mean, I guess that's true, but at least at the end of tonight's episode, what we hear her say is she she says she wants to let them in on the plan. She wants to tell them on the August eighth date what she's doing, and she says. Victoria's going down for the murder of Emily. Yeah. So, I mean, this is huge that she shares. Yeah. Sometimes she shares with Nolan. She doesn't usually share the plan with Nolan, but she shares parts, the parts she needs his help for. But yeah. she never shares the plan with Jack. Both of them together. And now she is. She's, yeah. And she's like, oh, I want nothing left on set. I'm like, So damn. what do you guys think now? Because really, now Aiden, Jack, and Nolan all are in on this. Yeah. So how's that going to affect Emily's relationship with them? That everybody knows the same stuff. Well, now she has to really tell the truth to everyone. She can't. There's no swaying away from that. She's already dug that hole. So do we see fire between Jack and Aiden now? Oh, interesting. Good point. Because there has to be. There's no way that there's not going to be. Right. I just have a feeling like, I don't know, I just have a feeling that I don't really, I don't trust Aiden. I mean, I trust him, like, with her, but I don't trust his, like, commitment. I just feel like he's one of those people, too, yeah. that will, like, take off and disappear. He's very adventurous, and obviously. Oh, yeah, my God. he's too much and like it, her, I think. Yeah, and yeah. if they're not both, like, getting, like, getting all of this i think they get like this high from getting their revenge and like they both have a similar story kind of in what they want and with 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 aiden and jack i think the problem is that aiden he obviously gets very very jealous right whereas we've never really seen that from jack and also the problem is that aiden's been quote-unquote trained in this and so as emily involves nolan and jack into this plan you know remember early on aiden had a lot of problems with Nolan. And so I think there's going to be a huge um, 
thing going on between Jack and Aiden simply because Aiden's not going to trust Jack if he is given a task to kind of fulfill it because he's not trained in this and, and whatnot. Okay, I could definitely see that happening. I mean, I I remember, like you were talking about, the jealousy with Nolan. And Nolan wasn't even hooking up with them. Yeah, like so, like or had never hooked up with her. So yeah, I definitely think there's going to be more to come there. And I wonder how Emily's going to deal with that, and if there's going to be much of an interaction between the three of them. You know, like is Emily going to sit down her panel of three now and be like, <laughs> "Hey team, okay, yeah, we have a meeting." <laughs> exactly, and and if so, she might be getting a little sloppy, and Daniel might find something out. We'll I do have to say to pat myself on the back that I totally <laughs> predicted that Emily was faking getting shot. Oh yeah, duh. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Oh yeah. Obviously, because without her, if she was really shot, um, we wouldn't have a TV show. No, yeah, I wouldn't. And yeah. they would finish mid-season. So it wasn't that hard of a prediction. <laughs> yeah. I was actually talking about this with some friends. We're like, "What is this? Like a bulletproof wedding dress? Like how did they pull that off?" <laughs> I don't know. And then when she hits the water, we see blood come out. So yeah. So there's obviously very some well thought out plan. There. She's she knows how to stage yeah. it. Okay, <laughs> and well, I guess we're gonna have to see, and we'll talk about it in predictions because we pretty much covered tonight's episode. Anybody have anything to say about anything else? Um, I do have a Twitter question. Mm-hmm. You go for it, baby. All right, this is from Ray Sherga. I hope I pronounced that right. Um, he says, do you think you guys would mind discussing when Aiden broke into Emily's place looking for her sealed box with all of the valuable info about her dad's case, only to find it no longer there? Um, Aiden planned to give it to Victoria as some kind of proof. Do you know why he would have done that if he is truly on Emily's side? Right. He was doing, I don't know why he would have broken in. Uh, he would have just asked Emily for it and said he needed to give it. But it was something about proving that Emily had his um, Emily had the Grayson's money. Yeah. Is what she that was supposedly why he did it. Yeah. Is what he claimed or whatever. But then why would he break yeah, in? Yeah, why would he break because in? Because he loves her. Yeah, I do yeah. think Aiden is truly on Emily's side. Oh, I, I, I really, really I, I want to answer this. I think so. Okay. I want to answer this because it ties back into tonight's episode. Okay. <laughs> because hold, if, if Victoria was watching, um, just then, then she would have kind of obviously believed him. But if if Emily just gave it to him and he came back, you know, they wanted to make sure that it was staged properly. And what I love, what I loved about tonight's episode, um, you had Conrad with his uh, uh, re- what was it? The prostitute? What, what was the name? The, uh, the property prostitute. Yeah, the property <laughs> with his property prostitute. <laughs> and remember, they're going over all these different things. And he says, you know what, um, as a renovation, you might want to tell the guy to take down, I, I forget what he called it, but we always call it the bell tower, Victoria's bell tower, which I thought was a funny little thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that might be it. Just trying to play up, play the part fully and completely by sneaking in. Because, yes, yeah, she can see from her watchtower. Yeah, I yeah. think that's true. So that's so true because they don't leave anything up to chance. Right. You know? Thank you for tweeting that question to us. We love when you guys ask us questions on iTunes or YouTube or tweet at us. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's get to some predictions. No news? Oh, uh, well, I mean, okay. These people. <laughs> After Buzz TV News. <laughs> <laughs> These actors are very serious actors. And, I mean, unlike a lot of the shows that I cover where people are overdosing on drugs in their spare time or just going around and partying and yeah. being crazy or getting like 
rolls and 15 things a day. These people are working their butts off. So yeah. there isn't much to say about news and gossip. I mean, juicy gossip. But what I will say is that it was Halloween and everybody likes to celebrate Halloween. And a big majority of the cast of Revenge was at Matthew Morrison's um, party, which was in Hollywood. And it was a costume party. And there was pictures all over of Emily with Nick Wexler and also yeah. with her boyfriend Josh and a bunch of them there. So it looked like they were having fun and I'm a little jealous because I would yeah. like to spend my all yeah, them. I always think it's funny when celebrities dress up as other celebrities. Yeah. Um, oh my god. I yeah. love that. So it's cute when you have a little celebrity crush and you're a celebrity. Yeah. Yourself. Hey yeah. Phil, that's your taste of the Halloween episode. They dressed right. up. <laughs> I know, uh, I got the news and gossip from Sarah today, and I, you know, she made that comment, so I enjoyed it. Although a lot of the articles were very confusing, because it was like, Emily and her beau, and then it said Josh, but it was a picture of her and Nick Wexler. Yeah, that so. was misleading. Very misleading. Oh, what? <laughs> I know, it was weird, but anyway, that is all for our news and gossip, and on to... And now, your after buzz <laughs> Oh. Prediction. There we go. You did it so much better. Yeah. yeah. I was like, no, I want to be the person. Yeah. Um, I, I like this new Studio C with the, yeah, with the, the red. Yeah. But it yeah. kind of, it's crazy. That's the mood. Anyway, totally. what, what do we got for predictions? Totally. So like I do every week, I'm going to break down what we saw in scenes from next week because it's hard to see. We're seeing a lot of Charlotte being more mastermindy than ever. And she's meddling into the relationship. And yeah. then, of course, we see Sarah and Daniel, and we see an about to be kiss. Uh oh. What do we think, guys? Is the kiss gonna follow through? I feel like they always do on this show, except for today. I think the kiss <laughs> is gonna follow through. I don't think that that if it does go in that direction, that that relationship will last. I think they're too different ultimately, and that it's just like I. They're probably just freaking out because they're getting married. Everybody's freaking out, and with all the tensions. Then uh, they do crazy things. I, I'm starting to really like Daniel. And my problem is that I don't want to leave him alone when Emily yeah, picks up and leaves. Exactly. So I kind of do want to see him with that's Sarah. That's true. Yeah. That's you true. know, so that he's not like completely left heartbroken. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Out of everybody, I'm the most sad for Daniel when it comes to Emily because. It's probably the puppy face. Yeah. It's the puppy face. Yeah. <laughs> anybody have any other predictions of what's going to go on between Jack and Aiden? Are we going to see a little fighting next week, we think? Yeah, I think so. That's going to start next week? Yeah, I think so. And now that Nolan and Jack are on the same page, we're seeing a little bromance. I definitely see that bromance Yeah, right definitely. There. For sure. And Victoria staying in Grayson Manor? Yes? Oh, yeah. She, yeah. she has to. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. She, yeah. She said she would move out by the end of the week. Uh, well, I don't we'll know see. where she's going to we'll go. We'll see where that goes. I don't know where she would go. <laughs> she's going to take the brick of gold and That's go true. to the hotel. Yeah. hotel and be like... I'm gonna stay here for and a little is bit. Patrick gone for good? <laughs> oh no, I don't no. think so. He'll be back. He's gonna come back. I think he'll be back. Any That's predictions in the booth? Uh, I'm looking for. I really do believe there's there's gonna be a fight between Jack and Aiden simply because Aiden's too much of a hothead and he's gonna pull out something stupid where like I'm more important to the cause than you. Shut up. You know, listen to me. Type of deal. And I'm looking yeah. forward to that. And we're gonna get Carl back after the wedding. We miss baby Carl. Baby Carl. And that's about all we can predict, I think. But I'm sorry, I have to say this. Yes, I please still, do. I swear to God, I think that Charlotte has a crush on Jack. Sorry. 
Oh, yeah. I Actually, I noticed. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Thank God I somebody agrees with me here. I think she kind of <laughs> does. I think yeah. Victoria has a crush on Patrick, so... Okay. Can, can we, okay. In terms yeah, of that's Victoria true and too. Patrick... Oh, my God. The way that they, like, touch each other... I don't know. Something is weird. I kept thinking they were going to kiss. like, I love you, Mom. And she's like... She's like, obey your mother. That, but yeah, yeah. You know what I love? Every time they go in for an embrace, it looks like it is going to be a kiss. And then there's like some weird force field that just like, yeah, it's, it's like a hug. It's really weird. And we don't even know if if he's her son for sure. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think, you mean because no DNA test? Yeah. I think it's her son. I think so. Yes. I'm calling the doctor. Yeah. You're going to call for us? I'm going to call. Oh, I would really nice. appreciate it. Will yeah. you let us know how that goes? I will let you know. Yeah. You're going to just like pluck let the hair from each other. Totally. Yeah. That's not totally at all. DNA test. That's a good idea. Okay. So <laughs> if I am sitting at home right now and I'm listening to you guys and in like two days, I'm like, oh my God, you know what I just thought of? And I think of something brilliant and I want to tell you guys immediately. How Text do I do that? <laughs> <laughs> Follow me on Twitter. Okay. That's what I was getting oh, at. Tweet at us. So where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, you can find me at Michelle Macedo M. At Sarah GGG. That's three G's. And you can find us at AfterBuzz TV or me at Roxy Stryer. So please, if you have anything to say to us, absolutely do. We want to hear what you have to say. Until next week, unless you want to tweet at us. Same time, same place. Peace. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 